Okay, I got the vach, everyone. So we are behind on the daf. So we're going to do Friday's daf now, and in a few minutes we will do Matzei Shabbos, we'll do Shabbos' daf as well. So just, uh, although I'm on vacation, I decided to still record the daf. Number one is that one cannot compare learning to learn by oneself versus learning to teach. There's a special siyat deshmai, there's also a natural drive to make sure you have everything clear. So I definitely felt that over Shabbos and decided that it's time to, to, to give a daf. Additionally, just in case someone out there is looking for inspiration, I think it's important that even when we're on vacation, we're spending time, quality time with family, it's just, uh, it's important to find time, find time, a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour. You want to be greedy, two hours to learn, even uh, wherever circumstances we find ourselves in, always important to learn, and daf family keeps moving, a daf a day, so I figured it's a good thing to do. Okay, so... Yesterday's daf was Psachim daf Chav Zayin. We are back. Chav Vav Amid Beis, halfway down the page. Tanur Abanor Velayasik by one cannot heat up their fire, their oven with chametz. So we went on a tangent when we discussed initially that chametz is aser bahana. That not only one cannot eat chametz, one cannot own chametz, one cannot benefit from chametz, and that brings along a lot of halachic literature you know, regarding owning a business and what, what is called benefiting from chametz. And Rabbanim are busy with this, you know, around Pesach time. Then we got into a, a broader discussion in general, the Isser of Hana. What, what is defined as having benefit from something? What's the makar? What's the source? So in that context, we continue our parak and discuss the halachis of Isser Hana. And of course, we're circling around the Isser of chametz. So this specific case that we're going to talk about is, is fueling an oven. When I use chametz as firewood, is that considered I'm having, that I'm benefiting Hana, that the oven now functions based on the gas, the fuel being chametz? That's one question to think about. Additionally, we're going to touch upon a famous sugya, those that learn Yeridea, they go for smicha, there's a concept called zet v'zegayim, which means when I have something that, let's say, asr bahana, or it's a davar hamaymet, it, it creates something. So halachically, one cannot eat that, you cannot have benefit from it. The question is, what if you have two components to this hana, two components to the final product, and only one of them is asr, the other one is mutter. So it's zet v'zegayim. There's two equal things functioning here. They cause together that something should take place, but each one on its own is not strong enough to create the, the, you know, the solution. Let's say you're talking about dairy, so you could have yogurt where you could have two types of stabilizers. You could have gelatin, which is non-kosher, which is actually a great stabilizer. I speak to Bali Chuba sometimes, and they tell me that the, the gelatin and the non-kosher yogurt just keeps it together. It's a different texture than even the kosher ones. Not even chalvi even the kosher, you know, OUD or CRC, whatever, a Chibani yogurts. You cannot compare the, the stabilization of the yogurt, okay? Let's say you use two types of stabilizers. One was kosher, one was not. So let's say this actually happened years ago. A few decades ago, there was a cheese production made for Pesach where they used non, uh, they used chametz rennet. So rennet is a, um, is, it's a microbial thing. However, you need a starch to start the process. And if the starch was wheat, then you have a problem. So years ago, there was a rennet that was chametz, and one of the chalvis or cheese makers actually used it. So the question is, what if they used two types of rennet in the solution? They used a chametz one and a regular kosher pesach rennet. And together, they both made the cheese. So the question is, 
is that cheese made from chametz or is it made from zeh v'zegarim, two things together combining to create iser. So that's very important. That's called zeh v'zegarim. Just something we spoke about over the past few days is the shaila of eating veal, your classic white veal in America. They feed it a basar b'chala formula. Basar b'chala is asar b'hana. So the cow, the veal exists based on what if they also feed this animal other things? So it's two things that the animal lives on, formula and, let's say, water, or let's say, I don't know, Diet Coke, whatever, or beer. Let's say you have Kobe, uh, I don't know, whatever they feed it. So the question is, would that be considered zev zegarim, and it's fine? Or do we say, no, it's still a problem, it's still called isurhanna? And finally, there is another discussion, you know, that we should introduce. That is the concept of colonists rough and things that are burnt. This is the end of end of Tamura, Masechus Tamura. Anything that halacha requires to be burnt, afaran mutter. Once it's already ashes, it's it's already uh, dust. There's nothing, not, not not really a fire anymore. You are allowed to use it. So that's going to be the background to the daf. So let's jump right into it. The layasik, the Mishnah told us one cannot use chametz to heat up an oven. So the Gemara says like this: Tanu Rabbanu, we want to know Brisa. Tanu Sheisiko beklipe arla bekashin shakleyakam. Both of these things are are usher b'hana. He used these things. Uh, to heat up an oven. So if it's chadash, if it's a brand new oven, yutats, you have to crack it. You cannot allow this oven to exist. You cannot even use this oven one more time. Too bad. Why is this? So just some some uh, background is that the, back in the day, the oven was not considered a good oven until you fired it up that first time. Once you fire it up, you created that oven. And consequently, every single time you're using this oven, we're going to say the oven is only in existence based on that first heating up, the firing it up. If that firing it up was done with things that are so we view it as if you're benefiting from Israhana every time you use this oven. However, Yashan, it was already a good oven, it was already a used oven, and now you just simply heat it up with not uh, so then you cannot use the fire now, but Yutsun, let it cool off, then you can continue to use that oven. However, what if you didn't wait? You didn't have a chance to wait for it to cool off. Offer by pass. So you have an old oven, which was a good kosher oven, and then they heated it up with israhana, they used klipe arla, and now you have a raging fire, and you put in a lafa or a, or a loaf of bread, and you bake bread using this fire. Rebbe oimer hapasa sura. The pasas asur. Why is that? So we're going to explain that Rebbe learns that since the bread went from dough to bread, which means it got baked through the non-kosher, the, the isrhana wood. So we say, yesh shavach eitzim bepas. In the bread itself, I can see that it got better from the eitzim, from the wood. And the wood was asr ba'ana. So when I'm eating the bread, it's as if I'm benefiting from isrhana. The pas is mutter. Why is that? Because although the bread got better from the fire, the Wood doesn't ruin it. Why? Because they say that ain't shavach eitzim bepas. We don't say that the bread was improved because of the wood. The wood made the fire. Now you have a fire. The bread got cooked from the fire, but didn't get cooked from the wood itself. Why is that? So we're going to see later on that once the fire is already raging, so then we no longer view the wood as isrhana, as we said, kolnas rafim. Afaran mutter. If halach is, I have to burn it. So at some point, it's it's considered burnt, and the fire or the coals afterwards is is allowed to be used. So the Chama have a very liberal view of this. As soon as there's a fire, halach is, it is no longer considered isrhana. And the Gemara is going to explain this. 
Next, bishla gabigecholim. What if you cooked it, you grilled a steak, or you made bread on top of gecholim, on top of coals that originally came from Arlo Kalayim, because even Rebbe agrees at this point it's considered ashes, it's gecholim, you would in fact be allowed to eat from it. So now, the Gemara, that was the brysa. Comes along the Gemara and brings another brysa. A tiny looking another brysa. It says, Ben Chadash, Ben Yashan, Yutzan. All you need to do, whether you heated up an oven, whether it was new or old, all you have to do is let it cool off. You don't have to break it. So, what's going on here? Who's the sheet of the first Bryce? One is the sheet of Rebbe, who holds, we just mentioned, Rebbe holds, Ye Shevach Eitzim Bapas, and therefore he holds that the pas that's baked with wood is Aser. And the same thing would apply that we see yesh shavach tanur, yesh shavach, uh, you know, bepas. Or yesh shavach, there's some benefit that the tanur chadash had from the, the fire, and it's always going to be, you know, in there. Any, any, any subsequent baking is always going to be using this oven that has non, you know, non kosher, we'll call it isr hana, created this oven. Vaharabbanan, they say no, that they're abbanan hold that there's no problem with this. Sigmar says, hold on a second. It doesn't make any sense. Aim with the Shamali the Rebbe. When did you hear Rebbe say his din? He argues in the Chumim. That's Mishum D'yei Shavach Eitzim B'Paz. There he says, because hey, you're cooking up bread with fire that came from Isr Hana. So you have, let's say, we'll, we'll use wood as an example. You, had, you know, Isr Hana wood, we'll talk about this, means Atzei Asherah, and you heat it and you made a fire from it. So when you bake on it, okay, your bread is being baked from the fire that's from this wood. So you, the wood itself is benefiting the fire, the bread. That's called Yesh Shavach Eitz and Mepas. But in our case, in the oven, the case of the oven, so in baking number two, so baking number one, of course, you used the wrong firewood. Okay, now the oven cooled off. Now you're using the same oven, so the oven, let's assume the oven is Asr Banna, whatever, right? There's some Isr Hana in this oven, but now you got brand new charcoal or brand new firewood, and now you're baking with it. Okay, so now I have two things causing the baking of the bread, the oven and the firewood. So Have you ever heard that Rebbe argues in the Chamim? It's Zevezegarim. There's two different things here. There's an Isra, now, which is the oven, but I'm not eating the oven itself. I'm eating bread that was baked in the oven that had a different fire, and that fire was kosher fire. So Zevezegarim. So how do you, why are we assuming Rebbe's the one that's Machmir? Who says? It's like Marcel, like Hasha, ha, Rebbe Lezer, the one who's Machmir, Rebbe Lezer, who holds Zevezegarim is still us, and we're going to explain Rebbe Lezer Shita in a few minutes. Ha, Rabbanan. So hi, Rebbe Lezer. Which Rebbe Lezer do you see, holds Zev is as Asher, and that once there's one, one part of the, of the uh, formula here, that's Asher Ba'ana, and over here, that's talking about the oven, you had a new oven that was, the first firing up was done by Isra'ana, so we're going to assume the oven came into existence as a functioning oven from Isra'ana, so any subsequent baking on it is going to be a problem. So, ah, you have other Goyrim, other things that are causing the baking to happen, you have a fire, there's an opinion that holds Zev is a garim is still usher. So hi, Rabbi Lazar. Elam Rabbi Lazar. This are Rabbi Lazar regarding sourdough. Now sourdough does not mean bread. Sourdough it does not mean yeast either. Sourdough was something that some of the bakeries still use it today. It's you know some of the artisan bakeries. You took dough and you let it sit near the oven and it got really you know uh, moldy, what we would call moldy, and the natural you know the yeast starts. Uh, the yeast will get pulled to the sugar. It does have some yeast, you know, in the air there are yeast and all the other things. So the yeast grows on this sugar, that's the starch in the dough, and it's in a warm place, so the yeast can grow and they love living in the warm area. And over time this becomes a very um, potent piece of dough. Now this dough is not edible. It's 
old it's sourdough but you take a little bit of this dough and you put it into all the subsequent doughs that you make and that was the ancient way of making bread you took a little bit of sourdough it's called sa'ar and that that was used to make bread and that was chametz even though it's not edible halacha we're going to see later on the Torah says sa'ar so we're going to learn that when it comes to chametz just being edible is not or not being edible is not enough to make something kosher, right? It has to be nifso mechilas kela. Even a dog cannot be able to eat it. But if a dog could eat it, even though humans would not eat it, it's still a problem. Why? Because the Torah says sa'ar, and sa'ar is asr, even though it's not edible. Why? Because sa'ar is roi. You could, you could use this sa'ar to make other breads chametz. And that's what they used to do. They used to take the sourdough, attach it to uh, your regular fresh dough. That would, that would uh, you know, cause a lot of, you know, uh, rising the carbon dioxide will be, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? It causes CO2 reaction, and the CO2 gets caught in the bread, part of the dough rising, and that is what we call chametz. Fine. So let's say you use sa'ar. Now, by the way, many bakeries today do not use sourdough. They use yeast. Yeast does not need to come from chametz. Most yeast in, in, in America would come from corn or even less, you know, c- uh, concerning items when it comes to Pesach. So yeast is actually not chametz. Your standard yeast that you have, your red star yeast, is not chametz. Don't use it on Pesach. It's almost certainly kidneyous or, you know, used on, on kidneyous kalim. However, it's not really chametz. So sa'ar is not yeast. The ancient yeast was this. So, so let's say you had, like, you had the following scenario. So you had sourdough, sourdough, and truma sourdough that was used to make a bread. But they fall into the east of the dough. None of these on its own were able to make the, the bread leaven. But combined, they combined and they made the dough into chametz, meaning they, they caused it to rise. So that is called, you know, it caused something to happen. I hold, we go by the last sa'ar, which everyone came last. That was like the finishing touch, the closing picture. Oh, so that one caused it to rise. So we don't care which, what, you know, the order of operations here. And the only time it's us is if the asr sa'ar, which in this case would be truma, had enough sa'ar to, that to be able to cause the dough to rise on its own. Because otherwise, it's Zeh V'zeh Geir. We needed both. Clearly, Rabbi Eliezer holds Zeh V'zeh Geir is Aser. But hold on. We didn't finish yet. I'm Rabbi. Rabbi said to explain this mission. When did Rabbi Eliezer say you go by the last one? That's only if you quickly took out the Iser first. Meaning, if the Iser fell first, the Truma, then the Chulun fell. You only make if you took out the Iser. What if you left both of them in there? It's still Aser. Why? Because there's some truma in there. I, the truma on its own, would not be able to do anything. holds in the opinion of also. So it must be that Rabbi is the one that holds that when I heat up the oven for the first time with chametz, I can no longer use that oven because even though later on subsequent uses they will have other fire in there. Too bad. is So they must hold on a second. My time there, Why do we assume that we have to look at Rebelezer in the eyes of Abaya? We could have explained the price. So without a baya that Rabbi Lazar holds, we go by the last one. Maybe Rabbi Lazar would hold if they fell at one time. He does hold his mutter. It's just that he holds two different things. So that's not a good proof, a good source for the opinion of Rabbi Lazar. Ella, a different source of Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar Tetnan, so atzei is wood of a, of a tree that were used for Avodah Zarah. 
Let's say a person took some branches from this Asherah tree, Asurim Bahana, you cannot benefit from it. Hisik Bahan as Hatanor, you heat it up in oven with these wood with this wood. Khadash, if it's a brand new oven, you tats. You have to break it. Yashan, if it's an old oven, so that you didn't cause you didn't fire up the oven for the first time with this wood. Yutsan, then all you have to do is wait for it to cool off, then you could bake in it, no problem. Offerboy, what if you baked in it while it was still hot from the from the wood, the non the Asherah wood, Offerbaza pass, Asurbana, Nis Avrabacheros, but to this bread was mixed into other breads you baked in it and now you okay you have to throw it out but the bread got lost in their freezer with other challah and that some of that challah got into another freezer because of the zara is never bottle you need a thousand times against the zara is never bottle no problem take the hana take whatever amount would be there the problem is so you're benefiting from having this challah okay so be paid it say how much is one challah worth okay five bucks you know depending who baked it ten dollars very expensive challah and say Okay, I'll give ten dollars to Yama Melach, which means no one's going to ever benefit from this coin. The coin will go fall to the bottom of the, the Dead Sea or whatever, it will get uh, decomposed. And you no longer so you gave away the Hana. You're not really benefiting from Avada Zara. And Amrullah the Kham says Rabbi Yazir, you cannot do that. They said in Ain Pidyan Lavadazara, you can't be poet Avadazara. So what do you see from here? At the end of the day, you see from Rabbiazar that if you didn't take the money to Yamhamalah, he agrees to the Tanakama that whether it was a Tan or Khadash or Tan or Yashan, you have to you, uh, I'm sorry, when it was the Tanur Chadash, you have to be Utah, you have to break it, even though it is Zevzeh Garim. Obviously, all oh, Zevzeh Garim is Asr, so we did find the source. And we said, hold on a second, you're comparing it to Avadah Zara, Avadah Zara is different. Even the Shamali, the Rebbe of Avadah Zara, the Chamari Surah, because it's much more Chamari. But Shari Surim, Shabbatara, Mishamali, who told you that he would be Mako by Shari Surim? So, Marcel Kane, Aman. Tirmia, who are you going to say that, uh, the, who's, who's the author of the original Bryce? That, that, uh, so in fact, we did find a source that Zevazegarim is Asr. So that's the opinion of the first Bryce. The, the opinion of the second Bryce is the sheet of the Chachamim who hold that Zevazegarim is Mutter. Now, what we do not know yet at this point is what is the sheet of Rebbe? Does Rebbe hold like Rebbe Yezer? Zevazegarim is Asr? Does Rebbe hold if you hold, if you want to say that Rebbe holds Zevazigarim is Asr, and he goes, Rebbe, Heiner Rebbe Leezer, Imtim Salamir Zevazigarim Mutter, yet what would Rebbe hold? It's in the past. So when does Rebbe say his opinion? His only problem is when you have. Shavach eats in the past. When you have bread that was baked in an oven and the wood was used from Atzei Asherah, so he hold, Rebbe holds that there's. Shavach Eitzim, the benefit that the Eitzim gave is found in the bread, and when you're biting into the bread, you're eating it, you're having Hana. So, honey, let's say you have these cups or uh, plates, different utensils that are made from Cheres, and what, the way you made it was you put it into a kiln and you, you used Atzei Ashera to heat up this kiln, Asiri, they be Asr because these things themselves were. Improved, they were created from wood that was Asr. The same way Rebbe holds Yeh Shavach Eitzim Bapas, he clearly holds Yeh Shavach Eitzim Bekaira with a plate. Kiyipligi, what would the difference be between Rebbe holding like Rebbe Yezer that Zevazegarim is Asr, or Rebbe holding it like the Chama Zevazegarim is Mutter? That would be Betana or Kadera. When you create an oven or a Kadera from 
atse iser. So this is also be also you can never use these oven, this oven because any subsequent use of the oven or the pot will include the original benefit you had that you made the pot or you made the oven, even though you have a new fire, which is kosher fire, it's Zevazigarim, and Zevazigarim is Asr. But Lamandamar Zevazigarim Mutter, Shari, you'll be allowed to use the oven or the Kedera. So Kedera, so a Kedera, a pot will always be Asr. Aye, there's always going to be fire, fire and the pot, so it's Zevazigarim. So says, no, the way you cook something, you put all the ingredients in the pot first, and now it's holding it, it's a container, storage container for 10 minutes, you're making your chicken soup, you're making your challenge, whatever you're doing, you, the Kedera is holding something together even before there's additional fire, so the use of the Kedera is even without the fire there. So now it's no longer Zevazigarim, anytime I use it, it's Zevazigarim, it's not true. I could have Hanam, having Hanah by just putting all the ingredients together, and that will be us, sir. I'm, I'm benefiting from Esser. Okay. Amorav Yosef, Amorav Yudem Shmuel, Tanur Shesiku Beklifi Arlo Bekashin Shalklaya, Kerem Chadash Yutzot, Yashan Yutzon. So he says the name of Shmuel, that a Tanur that was heated up with Esser Hanah, if it was a new one, you have to crack it. If it's an old one, just cool it off. Afa Bayesa Pass, if you baked in the Rebbe Yemen, Pass Terrace, oh, now, now we're throwing it off. A Pass is Mutter. Chamar Hapas Asur. I have a Tani Ibcha, obvious question. We learned just the opposite. Five minutes ago. So the Gemara says, okay, Shmuel Ibchatani. Shmuel had a different Messoira of this Bryce. Really, Typically, Shmuel holds, we pass like Rebbe, only when he argues on someone else. Now, when he argues on multiple people like the Chachamim. But here in this Halacha, we pass in like Rebbe, even in the face of the Chachamim. So, why did he say Halacha? Why did he switch around the names? So he did a shtick here. If I teach it in the name of the Chachamim, they'll actually, they'll, and, and say the Chachamim holds it's Aser, people end up practicing that it's Aser, going like Rebbe's real opinion. So he did a shtick in order that the Halacha should be kept the way Shmuel uh, wanted it. Okay, next. Comes along the Gemara, the Gemara quotes the, the Bryce. The Bryce has said, Bishla, when you bake bread in this oven and the firewood, so I'm sorry, we spoke about different types of uh, if, if, if you had firewoods, that was Machlekes Rebbe Nechamim. However, it's Agabe Gechamim, if you heat it up on coals, Divrei HaKol HaPas Muteris. Everyone agrees that the bread would be fine. Why is that? Some Rebbe Nechamim. That's only when the coals are totally extinguished. So at that point, so we throw in the concept of colonists rough. If anything has to be burnt, afaran mutter. Once it's already ashes, it's mutter because it's no longer considered isser anymore. You already burnt it. It's done. So one man, the Amr says, that's only when gechalim oimmais, when it's totally extinguished. Aba gechalim If it's still as Rashi says, whispering, there's still some fire there. Asurin. Vechan Amr afilu gechalim leichashayis. Even if it's still there's still some fire. Once it already changed, Nami Mutarin is still mutter, it's considered colonists. They hold like Rebbe is Shavach Eitzim is found in the bread itself, and therefore you can't eat it. That even if it's even it's whispering, it's still mutter. It's still considered Rebbe would even Rebbe would agree it's mutter because it's no longer considered Aish. It's no longer considered, I'm sorry, it's no longer considered. 
the yeah the ish of the uh, of the eitzim. So then, according to Rabbi, past the asar the ish of eitzim past the Rabbi hechemeshkach. So what would be a case that Rabbi said his din of yesh shavach eitzim the past? Mar papa kishavuka kenaydai. When you still have the fire, the fire is in existence. You know, when you make your your uh, you, you're making a charcoal barbecue. So you first you have that fire, then the fire goes down, and then you cook it eventually. But the fi- when the fire is still there, a raging fire, you cannot say, oh, it's already turned into coal. It's not coal yet. The the heat is coming from the wood, and Rabbi would hold yei shavach eitzim bepas. So mechlad the rabbanon de pligilei. When a rabbanon argued Rabbi, they hold shara filu kishavu kinaidai. Even when the torch, when you have a fire right there, they still hold it already changed. So what would be the iser of using asherah trees? Meaning that we know in Avod Zara, there's a halacha that if you take an asherah from asherah tree, asherah bana. So what do you mean? As soon as you light it on fire, it's going to be mutter bana. Yeah, you're right. When you made woodwork out of it, you used it for a cheer. Okay, so that's a problem, Israel. But you're right. Anytime you light it, according to the Chachamim, once I already lit it, that's called Khan Israfim, and it's already considered afar as far as this is concerned, and it will be mutter to use. Let's do one more Gemara. Let's say you had a tanner that was heated up with atze hektish, wood of hektish, and then you baked bread in it. The rabbin in the Shorabekamai, so they were martyred by the case of Klipe Arla Mai. So Amalei, what would they hold in this case? Amalei, a pastor, he'd hold the bread is also, you cannot eat the bread. Ah, you might be zulu, how come by hektish, they're machmir? But Arlo, that was used to heat up the oven, they're makel. And Rebbe Hachi asked, what type of question is that? Arlo is betel of Masayim. Arlo is bottle one in 200. So there is a level of betel. And therefore, we could say that Zevazagarim has a status, you know, the din in Lambdus has a... The din of bittel, the hektish, I feel the elephant bottle. Hektish will never be bottle even in a thousand. So even though you're right, it took two it took two components, two you know, pieces in the formula to make this oven or to heat up the oven, but if one of them has a problem, one of them is from hektish, the chum say it's Oscar because it's light bottle. Ella, so fine. You said that point, by the way, we're saying it's light bottle. So it come, the Magen Avram brings down a very interesting halacha. Chametz on Pesach is not bottle either. So the question is if someone had can you drink milk from a cow that ate chametz on Pesach? Now, in practice, it's never really going to happen. You know, by the time, I mean, especially Chal Yisrael. So non-Chal Yisrael, theoretically, you could. But Chal Yisrael, most of the companies will, will not allow them to run anyways on Pesach. But uh, theoretically, you could have a cow who had, had eaten chametz on Pesach, and within 36 hours, that milk is in your grocery store, usually a little longer. Let's say within 40 hours, the milk is in your grocery, grocery store. So that's a good shiloh. Lamaisa, you don't have to be chayshish for this. First of all, many argue in the Magan of Ram that the concept of chametz never being bato is only a din to Rabbana. Mid the rice of chametz is bato. Additionally, just from a practical standpoint, they do not feed chametz to uh, cows today. Um, usually just eating uh, whatever they eat. But it's not uh, not one of the chameshis mini dagon, and therefore there's no concern for, ch- for cows eating chametz. Okay, fine. So that that's out. Comes along... Ravani says there's a bigger kasha here. Lama Rava, ikashali hakasha veloi mal hamasik. I don't understand. When you heated up hectish wood, you violated me'ilah. If I did me'ilah, once you did me'ilah, it's no longer considered hectish. You ruined the hectish, and I should be able to have, I should be able to have enough mess. What's the problem? We're talking about atzei shlamin. 
And Aliba Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar Hektish B'Shoigeg Mishal, amazing, Mishal Rabbi Yehuda holds that Hektish, if you did a B'Shoigeg, if you did Me'ila B'Shoigeg, then it's Mishalel. It becomes Chulin, but B'Mezid, if you violated Me'ila, you, you, you used Hektish B'Mezid, in a Mishalel, it doesn't lose its status of Hektish. So therefore, and, and let's see some of the reasoning and apply it to Shalom B'Mezid, my time Allah came into Labar Me'ilu. When it comes to B'Mezid, that's not called Me'ila. Why? Because you're not high of the carbon Asham V'Chaymish, Right? You're not high of these things. It's only if someone does a B'shoigeg. Mezid is much worse. So therefore, it doesn't go to Chulun. But Shlom Nami, Kevin Lama Ilhu, Halacha is, you're not high of Milan Shlom, it's Kachim Kalim. It doesn't fall to Chulun. So the same thing could apply here. When you had a wood that you were makdish in order to sell it and bring from this money as Shlamim, it doesn't have this heter of when you use it for Kachim, when you remile it, it becomes Chulun. So Gemara says, hold on a second. The whole uh, you know, presumption is off. The whole assumption is of is that true? Anytime you moil uh it's um, it, it goes lechulin, and you're allowed to use it. Their afer is mutter. You see, the afer hektish is always aser. I already used it, and I was moil, so it should be mutter. So the Gemara says, "I'm Rabbi Maybe a fire came. Nobody actually used it as firewood. A fire came on its own and ruined it, and therefore there were in a chanami. There was no." Uh, of uh, Me'ilo being done. So you have no proof that when Me'ilo was done, it, it does not lose its status. Rav Shmaiyamar, Ba'isin Shatunagnid. We're talking about when the Mishnah said A for Hektish is always Aster, it's talking about a very specific type of Hektish that needs Geniza. The Tani looked in a Bryson by the Trumas Hadeshin. It says Vesama. We had this, you know, two days ago. It says Vesama. You put it and, and not throw it. Benachas. Vesama Kuloi. The whole entire thing has to be put there. The Pasta says Eitzam as Be'ach. Vesama Shleifazer. Shouldn't be spread out. So you see that these things need Geniza. So this A for the A for the Trumas Hadeshin, that's what. Is but standard afer, standard burnt hektish, in fact, would not be usher to use. Maybe perhaps when someone did do hesek, they would take it down from ila status. But either way, we still have a a, a, a question on on um, on. We still have an answer. Ma bain zula arla. The answer would be that hektish afila ba'ala fle bottle, but arla is bottle, and therefore the chamim would agree to whoever they argue on in the previous case that if you used hectish to fire up an oven, the oven would always be awesome. We do not say zev zegarim on something that is never bottle. Okay, Mr. Shem will continue with Tav Chavches in a few minutes.